Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Shiny. Sail here, me buy, and trade. What? Hello, and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Monday, February 2nd, 2009, and this is episode 100, entitled... Century Mark. And with me today is are my co-hosts, Glanther. Hello. And Asheo. Hello. And we have a special, well, we won't call him a guest because he's already a member of our family. Blade. Welcome, Blade. Hi. I'm blushing, really. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Uh, We have, gosh, we have loved... Your little, your emails, not little. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and not to say that in a bad way. They're, they're chock full of information and we've learned so much. And uh, it's nice it's to live have one you. Tw- yeah. No, you want me to read my own? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, if you feel comfortable, you feel comfortable reading your own? I figured just in my mere presence would be enough to boost ratings or something. (laughs) (laughs) And so how's everybody doing this week? We are uh, Lunar Festival out or not enough? Uh, Not yet. Uh, Not yet. (laughs) I I actually made made a mistake the other day. Actually, one of my banking lots, I can't remember why I did it, but one of my banking lots I I took to Moonglade um, and then I had to log out and, of course, um, the uh, I d- didn't get back to it until yesterday, and of course the the invitation was gone. Right. So I just had to hearth back, and I I'd never set my I'd never even set my hearth to Thunderbolt. She was back, out in um what the den all the way back to the little starting zone. I had to run all the way back up to Thunderbluff again. Oh, that's funny because uh, there's nowhere in Moonglade to get an invitation. Not that I could find that. I couldn't. I, I, ran, I did the same thing. I, had, I ran around looking for somebody to ask. So um, why don't we start, uh, if, as you know, Blade, I don't know. Do you actually listen to our podcast? <laughs> yeah. <right>? Every week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. We're glad you listen. As you know, we usually start off with what we've been doing. And uh, Glanther is going to uh, bless us with his, what we've been doing first. Yeah, so I, I feel incredibly outnumbered, I must say, because I think I'm the only Alliance player here. So now yeah, it's three to one. Do you play Horde at all? I mean, Alliance at all, Blade? You must, somewhere. I started with Alliance, I will admit. Oh, okay. uh, years and years ago, back when the level cap was 60, I actually had a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that long ago. That's kind of like back when we used wood <laughs> to heat our homes, you know, and that was like, the only option. <laughs> We had to walk uphill both ways to get to school, you know, that sort of time. I, I did have an I still actually do have my alliance mage. He's still at sixty. He's never left sixty, and I don't think I've actually played him in two years. 
Oh, but sad. he's there just in case. That's, that's kind of like my uh, level 60 death knight that I have. He's going to be there for a little while. <laughs> I, I don't uh, think many people like to admit it, but I think everybody's got a level 60 alliance somewhere. <laughs> Dirty little secrets. Dirty little secrets. Yep. And they're all druids. They're all night elf druids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fun. Yeah. And they're all female. <laughs> and they're all female, indeed. They all jump around. All right, so go ahead, Glenn. My okay. first night elf hunter was a male. <laughs> really? Uh, yep. You have male characters? I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. Jekyll's, Jekyll's, oh, yeah, Jekyll's Glacius is, is male. A shield's a male. Oh, a lot of male characters. Sorry. It's just, it's just yeah, my namesake, Asheo, is, is female, and so people get quite perturbed when they see Asheo and then hear me on vent. So you, you're not what you're supposed to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows what a... a a blood elf. Oh, I guess we do know what a blood elf female sounds like. She's very feminine. Mm. So, Sorry, Blade. Uh, Glantha. Glantha. Yeah, we promised Glantha he could go first. So go ahead, Glantha. What have you been doing this week in the Alliance so, world? What have I been doing in the Alliance world? Well, I've been continuing to level Alaris. I'm, I'm at level 76 now, and uh, I keep going back and forth between protection and holy on him in terms of what I want to, what I want to roll, and because I couldn't figure out if I wanted to have him be a tank or if I wanted him to be a healer, and uh, I, I transferred to the Wormrest Accord um, server. It was a, it's a low server, and I, I actually re- kind of regret um, leaving Earth and Ring. Like I'm able to play now all the time just because um, there's no queue, but at the same time, I. You know, if you look at the looking for group for any of the heroics, there's three people in each, which is yep. like that's never what it's like on Earth and Ring. Like Earth and Ring, you could find you know whatever the daily was, there was always someone available to do the daily. Yep. Uh, so that's a little sad. So I they they are desperately in need of healers and tanks, and so that's why I kept wobbling back and forth with whether or not I was going to be a healer, was it going to be a tank, and then I finally decided to go and make a Frost Death Knight. <laughs> And have him be my tank. And uh, roll another turn. Just roll another one. That's what altaholics do. And um, and then we're altaholics. I don't understand why we would actually transfer characters. Why not just make another one somewhere else? If you it's on on a low pop server. Well, I mean, I I wanted to be able to play, you know, Glanther and Alaris, but you know, I couldn't because when I got back from work, it was you know, I had two hours of queue, you know, so. I like sometimes I you get tonight. I hear tonight's queue was, was fairly low for some strange reason. Okay. Yeah, something was going on in the world. On, on a Sunday night. <laughs> oh yes, indeed. And I, I have to say, like, I missed it because of work, so I don't even know who won. I haven't read the uh, the newspaper or anything. I'm going to wait till tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've been also like um, with my new my new Death Knight. I just have to say that. I love the Death Knight starting area. I could play that over and over and over again. It is, I think it's just one of the more you know, well-done like, video game areas in any game. Like it's I, very, I it's, think it's the best work that Blizzard has done in, in WoW, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's just fantastic. The storyline is great, and it's, really, it's very immersive, and there's just so many like, little subtleties. I just love it when the, um, the, horse, the horseman... You know, sends you to the shadow world, uh, shadow world, 
And it's just so ominous because as you're going into the shadow world, he's like, kill them all. And it's just so kind of like epic and, and just a lot of fun just in general. So I could probably roll, I, roll a death knight in every few months just so I can do that starting world again. Um, but now I'm back in Hellfire Peninsula on uh, Sangfroid. It, and he's probably saying foie, but I know people are going to call him Sangfroid because it's, you know, cold blood in French. But it's one of those French words that actually has an English equivalent. You know, like people probably say Sangfroid. I think if you do like a dictionary lookup of it, it's one of those words kind of like Weltschwer. It's like those German words that German foreign words that kind of gotten into the English language. But um, yeah, he's back in Hellfire. You're probably lucky yeah. that he's not on Earth and Ring because he, he would have got reported by now. <laughs> yeah. The, the rate so of true. reports of, of, of non role playing names is uh, quite alarming. Maybe well, it's just people. I mean, I would be able to go and say that, you know, he's a Frost Death Knight, so, you know, Cold Blood is his role playing name. Mm. You know, like, I mean, eventually, like, what, I mean, it's a role playing name. So, what if you're like one of those, like, what if your character is uh, somebody who changed their name to something that was really random. You know what I mean? Like, that's part of your character, right? Yeah. Yep. But anyway, the, the, the RP Flame Wars aside, because that's something that I've been... <laughs> it's always enjoyable going on to a... Uh, going into trade and watching, like, the, <laughs> the battle rage on. That's what trade chat is right now in the uh, Warm Rest Accord. Um, but I also went in and... Um, where did my okay? Here it is. I have my little notes here, but they got they got moved around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then with um, Glanther, I went in and I did a couple more. I did do some heroics on Glanther, and I've been doing the um, the cooking dailies. And I'm almost done getting all the recipes that I can possibly get with my Dalaran cooking awards. And then once I'm done with that, I don't think I'll ever have to do them again because I have like 300 Northrend spices. Because I've been kind of training them in, you get like four or five Northwind spices and, and then, you know, you go in the next day. And so I've, I've accumulated a lot. So I would never need to go and use one of the Dalaran cooking awards to go and get the, the pack of 10. At least I don't think I will. <laughs> Grant mentioned me saying that I'm going to make like a million feasts and have to, you know, go and do the dailies again. But um, besides from that, I mean, I've been doing, um, you know, other, um, other dailies too in Ice Crown. And just enge- just enjoying leveling the same quests all over again. I'm kind of doing. I just finished all of the Borean Tundra quests and all of the um, Howling Fjord quests on Alaris. I had done them all on Glanthip. I just finished doing them all again, and I feel like I'm cheating because I'm level 76 doing like level 70 starting area quests. <laughs> well, that's that's the way it works. But you know that, that, that that's many, the way it is. How many dailies have you opened up in Ice Crown? Um, oh, a bunch. Like, I could definitely do all 25, and I've done 130 out of the 140 total quests there. But I have a whole bunch of group quests that I'd love to get through, but there aren't enough people on the realm who are interested in doing those group, group quests, you know. So I'm going to wait a little while and, and see, hopefully, if it uh, gets a little bit better in terms of you know, population. Hopefully, people will go and keep transferring. Because I want to get to a medium, at least a medium population server, because... Right now it is really kind of quiet. There's like 10 people in Dalaran at any given time. Oh my it's gosh, like the, I wish it would be like that in, in Earth and Rain. 
It's like that scene. Uh, looking uh, for stuff on the auction house or selling stuff. I know that there's nothing on the auction house. I put up some um, some dragon scale, um, icy dragon scale, a pack of twenty, and I you know I put it up there for like you know fifty gold didn't sell. Put it up for like twenty gold didn't sell. Like that stuff would go in like five seconds yeah. on a thing. Yeah. You know. Um, so that was demand. Supply and demand, indeed. It's like that scene from that movie Vanilla Sky when Tom Cruise is in Times Square and it's completely empty. That's what it feels like sometimes. <laughs> um, which was, you know, it, it's a mediocre movie, but, you know, good yeah, scene. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's basically what I've been um, doing there. I'm looking forward to starting to grind my Argent Dawn rep. I have this obsession with getting Alaris to be the Argent champion. So I have to go and and uh, do Argent Dawn rep grinding in Sholomance and Stratholm, which is so much fun to do because I go into the instances and I just solo them. Yeah. Because <laughs> at a level like 76, you have all these like 55 people coming up and they're just, you know, oh, is somebody tickling me? What, what? And then you just consecration and they all die. You're like, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> so, um, sorry, did you say, if, is Glenn for uh, a tank or a healer this week? <laughs> Oh, no. Arlaris. Yeah. So right now, Arlaris is a healer for now because I I wanted to go and have um, uh, Sangfroid is going to be my tank eventually. So I I finally picked Holy Spec. He's Holy Spec. He's going to do that. And uh, I'm putting all my extra talents that aren't holy into the critical strike rating stuff you get in Retribution. So he's going to be a critted in. which is, I mean, will be nice when it comes time to, to heal. Because I can get, like, a couple of, like, 12,000, 14,000 um, heals. And that's with, like, really not particularly outstanding gear. So um, I'm excited about that. And uh, that's, but, like, once I go and I get my Argent Dawn rep, then I have to go and grind the, um, the Argent Crusade rep. And that's going to take a little while, too. But eventually I'll have my Argent Champion for him, and that'll be good. Right. So, and you've you done any writing with your, with your guild over there? No, not really. I mean, it's been actually pretty quiet, and I think I've been kind of left by the you're, wayside. You've got your ridiculously inappropriate title. And, and ridiculously inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, well, one of the things was that I'm still, I'm still around, and I get all like, the invites, but they always play at uh, 5 p.m. Um, oh, Eastern wow. server time, and I'm at work at 5. And so I get back, and they're you all in the You know what that says to me? School kids. Yeah. They're all, they're all back at, like they all get out of school. Yeah, they aren't from school, but yeah. So they must they must work. all be high school though, because I hear them on vent, and they're not like they're not young, you know. Either oh. or they could be college too, because you know I remember college days. I'd have class from like eight to eleven in the morning, and then the rest of the day I'd be free. Except I actually did studying and work. These people do. <laughs> they, they do World of Warcraft, um, but you know it's a good guild. There's been there's been a couple of some drama that's gone on, I guess. But any, any raiding guild, I guess, has drama. That's what happens in the big guild. Yep. Um, that's about it. I mean, it's been mostly... I've been only leveling, really. And I've done most of the, the leveling with Glanther. So I'm just kind of doing it again with Alaris. But I'm still, like, it's still a lot of fun. I really just love Northrend. I just generally enjoy running around Wrath of the Lich King's expansion. Cool. Did you uh, have, have you got any more uh, Oracle tick birds, uh, Oracle eggs hatching? Have you been doing those weekly, or you? I have been doing them every week, and just stupid birds. No, no Drake. <laughs> I got one aged yolk once, which is 
good thing it was just once because every time I get age yolk, I just want to cry because that's. <laughs> so, what are you doing with your tick birds? I sell them on the auction house. Okay. I sold my last tick bird for um, how much was it? Like there was no other tick bird on there, and I was like, I don't know how much to put it on there right, for. Yeah. I sold my last one for a hundred on Earthen Ring, but I mean, when I put up my tick bird and I look and see that there's no other pets at all, I have no idea like how to how to, you know, price it. So mm. I lowballed. Well, it. It's a great opportunity. Yeah. Well, well. It's uh, it's got very good auction house um, guides and pricing across a, a large range of servers over a large period of time. Really, I didn't, I forgot about the Alakazam. Anyway, I, I put it up there for 20 and it sold like right away. So when the next one hatches, I'll put it up for 50 and see how that goes. Oh, the next one hatches. <laughs> <laughs> how many eggs you had hatch a brilliant? Um, Sorry. Oh. Bean, wasn't it? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Caddy. Oh, oh, oh. Mock the non-71 uh, plus... Uh, yeah, there's I wonder, only. I wonder what level you could be to the lowest level you could be to actually uh, to get up Oracle Rep and, and have all your, your alts that you haven't got up to eighty yet to, to start. Seventy-six. Seventy-six. Yeah, I think it's seventy-six. Know, I, I That's when you start getting requests. But what's really crazy though is that like the trinket that you get when you're exalted with either Frenzy Heart or with the Oracles is required level seventy. Weird. Oh really? Yeah, if you look at the, um, I have like the trinket of ab- ablution, and it requires level seventy, and it's like not a yeah, it's it's really yep. strange. Yep, you're right. Yeah, well, uh, you know, not for the first time I've commented on the, the strangeness of uh, level requirements on rep gear. This, this one's low. All the other ones I've seen are, are, are stupidly high. <laughs> it's that's still a good trinket, though. I still have it on me. Drink it. And then, oh yeah, only 2,500 more gold until I can get my epic flyer on, on Alaris. Oh, good. And have you done uh, your coins? I've, you know what, like, mm, mm. that's one thing with like those world, like the world events. I never really do the world events. I don't know why. Like, I, I, I'll go and I'll see an elder and I'll go and I'll talk to him. But like, I haven't been searching him out. <laughs> Not going looking for him. No. If I stumble across one in your travels, you you might pop over and say hi. Otherwise, exactly. tough luck, so, buddy. One of my things that I, I kind of I'm trying to go and do long term planning now, <laughs> which is bad. Like I have, I think I have enough alts that um, for this coming up year, I'm going to start to focus a little bit more on um, the world event stuff. So starting after, like once I get Alaris to to eighty. Then I'm going to go in with Glanther and I'm going to try to actually do all the world events starting in um, March, whatever that is. I think that's the, the Easter equivalent one, the springtime one. I forget what it's called. But I'm going to actually start doing those. And then a year later, I'll have my Violet Proto Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll only take a year to get that. Oh, God. But I feel like it's time to go and explore that part of the world because I never really explored that part of the world before. And then I'll play more of my Horde um, characters because there's a whole other world there. Yeah, there is. All right. Well, I think now would be a great time to get to know something more about Blade. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, Blade, how long have you been uh, playing World of Warcraft? 
June 2005. So what? That was beta? Almost. Uh, I think beta stopped in uh, March. I think it was, I, I came into it slightly after I admittedly, I had knew absolutely nothing about the game. So I bought the Brady games guide, which was, you know, obsolete three days after yeah. I bought it. Right. <laughs> and, um, they had pictures in it of Onyxia being new content. <laughs> and wow. I think a couple weeks after I, after I started playing was, uh, or rather a couple weeks before I started playing was when, uh, the molten core and Blackwing layer were, went live. So, so I haven't been in from the very beginning, but pretty darn close. Were you in during the the Great Big Plague? Oh yes, yes the uh, the the first version of which which was um, the original uh, Naxxramas. Right, the one that got it when, out and, of the instance, and yeah, it. and they brought it to Orgrimmar, and everybody died because they'd explode, and then they'd affect everybody around them. So right. people would literally hearth back to their hometown and infect the entire city. <laughs> it was hilarious. Zulgarab. Or was that Zulgarab? I, I don't know. They were, both, they were both brought on yeah. live. It was... Yep. Yeah. Oh, cool. Those were the days. Yeah. So what, had you ever played any... Um, MMOs? Any, yes. Good God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I my 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 gaming experience before World of Warcraft was Tomb Raider, um, Halo Two, and uh, Diablo would be the uh, the closest thing to it. Diablo and Diablo Two, and uh, Starcraft okay. naturally, which I still play. Oh, my brother really? and I play all the time. All the time, my God! How do you find any spare time? Every every night I log on, you 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 on seem to be on on well for longer than I am, which is saying well, something. Late, lately, we haven't played StarCraft all that much because I've been a little consumed with the pet project. And uh, for those that have already figured it out, I'm working towards the lore master achievement. Oh, okay. So and I- it's grueling. Absolutely, as a, as a non-human, yes, it would be. Uh, no, Shea was on last not, night. That's, oh, sorry. The lawmaster is just doing a uh, just is uh, the set number of quests in each continent. Is that yeah. the one? Right. And as as of three point zero point eight, they actually reduced that number a slight amount for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But for yeah, both sides uh, I mean, or just for the horde? Because I know it was uh, uh, both sides. A lot harder. They, they re- I think sides. they reduced both sides in terms of uh, Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor by fifteen each or thereabouts. I'm not sure uh, the exact numbers, but when, when you're talking about what is it, like four hundred or something? <laughs> um, Kalimdor like was six hundred down to six eighty-five from seven hundred. Oh, wow. Yep. So, um, why don't you um, familiarize us with uh, your character? So, which character are you trying to actually do the lore master on? Um, I'm trying to do all the the major achievements on Blade Tusk, which is my my main guy, my first actual horde tune that I actually did anything with, um, but not my first to get to any of the maximum level stuff. And what is uh, the rogue? Yeah, the rogue. That, this is my rogue, Blade Tusk. Uh, he's an orc. He's a he's a bit of a smart aleck, but you know. Um, I find that he's probably uh, the, the sort of mentality and everything else of a, of a rogue is closest to my own, so I kind of identify with them a little better, and I find that because of that, he's more fun to play. 
if that makes sense. Okay, mm-hmm. remind me to watch my pockets when I, <laughs> if I ever meet you in person. <laughs> uh, what what else? level is he? he? Right now he's <laughs> he's 78. <laughs> I have not yet dinged 80. Okay. Sorry. Because I've been spending all my time in Azeroth trying to find these level 20 quests. <laughs> oh, what fun. But at least it's a lot easier now than it used to be because you can turn on that uh, the low-level quest thing. Yes. That's and true, yeah. um, a particular add-on, if I can plug it, okay. uh, that has helped me immensely is EveryQuest, okay. which literally puts up EveryQuest. I kind of find it funny because it's a sort of a pun on EveryQuest, right. but it puts every single quest in the game, including all the Northrend ones, and all the dungeon quests right in front of you. Sort of basically, and it, it keep track. It's in like this ultimate quest tracker. It doesn't tell you where you are or what you're doing the way um, uh, quest, helper. uh, quest helpers do, or um, what's the other one? Carbonite or anything like else like that. But it basically gives you this master list, and as you go through them, as you you can turn them off, you can ignore them, you can. Um, complete them. And as it does that, you can sort of set a filter to kind of remove it from your list as you do. Oh, cool. So it's a, it's a nice sort of double back reference sort of thing that I've been referring to pretty much nonstop for the past three days or so to find those last five quests that I needed for Kalimdor. <laughs> which I finally... So I, need, I needed that from the Grand a couple of months ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you- is it... Is it- has it got any way to know the quest that you've actually done before you installed the mod? Unfortunately not. So uh, the great part of two days ago was me going through every single list and trying to rack my brain and figure out which quests I actually did and which ones I don't I recognize. Do that on this tune, yeah. <laughs> I know I did it, but on which tune? So it might be better for a starting character, I guess, mm. yeah. or somebody who hasn't gone through the entire old world content or death and skip Knight. a bunch of quests. <laughs> yeah, or a Death Knight trying to get rep. Or a Death Knight. That would be probably a great way to use it. Yep. So yeah, you, he's my main guy. Do you do any PvP? I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do PvP, it's, pr- it's usually on uh, Blade. Uh, I have a warrior that I got most of the Tier 1 PvP stuff. <laughs> or the, I guess, uh, Season 1 which was non-arena PvP stuff. And I found that was fun, but it was I almost found it too time-consuming for an equivalent level of gear that I could, you know... Well, I, I found it to be the, 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 the less affectionate term for it, the, the welfare epic sort of thing. Uh, and the reason I did it is because I really didn't have the time to actually join any large-scale raids to do be running um, any of the larger uh, Sunwell Plateau or the um, Illidan in the Black Temple or things like that to get the really big epic things. So I found that to be a nice sort of happy medium, which is great that they put it in, but it still took up way too much time. Right. I actually did some, and, uh, uh, some winter grasp this week for the first time, and, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not sure what, what really... Distinguishes it from a from a normal battleground, but uh, I just had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that f- for me, it wasn't really any. Um, in terms of you know, what you do in there, isn't a great deal of, a, a different 
because you know, I didn't get anywhere near to the point of um, figuring out how I can uh, ride the vehicles or, or do anything like that. But uh, it was still you know, still a buzz being in there and and doing some PvP. So I'm tempted. I, yeah, um, I keep hearing people say, "Yeah, Wintergrass was fun. You know, it's great," but I'm not really a PvP. And I thought, "Oh, um, you know, somebody was looking for for more to fill up a race." So I'll I've got a spare half hour. I'll go and give it a try. And yeah, I'm glad I did. Uh, what what professions do you do, Blade? Uh, this guy, he's an engineer and a miner. Ooh. Um, mainly, I did a big a big switcheroo when I moved all my guys over to Earth and Ring. Uh, Wolf Tusk, he's my hunter. He's permanently parked in Sholazar Basin, waiting for that uh, lock and a hack to show up. Which, of course, he's never going to. But Whenever I log into him, I kill a half dozen to a dozen gorillas, skin them, log out, do something else out with some other tune. Sorry? Out of anger? Yeah. Kill the gorillas out of anger? Out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> go in, kill the gorillas, log out, go back in later on, do the same thing. You know what uh, you really need to, to, uh, to speed up getting that pet for you? Just... Dual box, mate, and and move your hunter to the second <laughs> account. Just just leave it logged in permanently. Uh, my luck, I I'd need two screens, and then I'd be doing something with another tune, and I'd I'd all of a sudden see something, and so, there it yeah, is. Be and, some other hunter be there, like you know, one tick before exactly. you. <laughs> I tried to get that big uh, the dinosaur that spawns on the same spawn timer as Lochnahack, and I completely got my backside owned by it. Oh. It was not a good uh, site. Oops. So I decided this wasn't a pretty good idea after all, and I went back to my little hiding spot and farmed another <laughs> set of gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> all grumpy. And then I logged out and did something else. Uh, I have a, a warrior, Skullblade. He's still only level 71 because I've been sort of consumed with this project with Blade. Uh, I like to think he's a tank. Uh, excuse me, did you say only? Only, yeah, I, I picked up on that. Yeah, only okay. seventy-one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, sorry. <clears throat> he is as high as seventy-one. <laughs> but I'm almost yeah. seventy-one. I'm gonna ding seventy-one this year. <laughs> I thought you were already. No, I ding seventy, but I haven't. Oh. I haven't gone past. 70. You're not even seventy-one yet. <laughs> I mean. You made it all the way to 70. Congratulations. <laughs> and what does he do? What's his profession? Uh, he's my he's my blacksmith. So I make all the armor on him, any male armor I need. That isn't leather. Actually, I don't have a leather worker, and I've had some guildies from AIE to uh, making me all kinds of leather that I've sent them from the hunter who's been skinning like a mad fiend. Um... What else? Uh, I have a mage who's also 70, Gray Malkin. He's my jewel crafter. And he's sort of sitting in Shatrath right now, cooling his heels because I haven't played him in a very long time. Isn't Shatrath so peaceful these days? It's, it's great. There's absolutely no lag at all. No. <laughs> I get so much done. <laughs> You can oh, no, tell. Watch yourself move the entire time. Yeah, uh, your engineer uh, uh, blade task. Can you do a mechanical? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Are you Are you interested in doing that? Or? Oh yeah. Okay. But I'll, I'm 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 one of those prideful people that I want to just like my my fla- my epic flyer. 
I ground all the mats myself. Oh, okay. I found I basically just scavenged everything and worked my butt off to get it. Broke down and bought the last pew on the auction house, but I did it all myself, sort of thing. So oh, it's a bit of a mark of pride, but yep. I may give in at some point and you know see what I can do. But I've got pretty much every gathering profession, so I shouldn't be too. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's really just comes down to time. I, I look at it as like, oh, geez, I could go out and spend it an hour picking herbs to to do my daily alchemy research, or I could just, you know, spend sixty gold in the auction house and just do it and get out of the way. And and in the end, it's you know, it, it comes down to how how do you want to spend your time? Uh, Pretty much. Oh. And then, of course, there's my. Quirky pride and joy, uh, Tarzan, which is the reason why I actually ended up um, interacting with all of you in the first place. That's right. Yep. A naked hunter. How's he doing? My my naked mealy hunter. He's (laughs) 38. (laughs) Because I, again, this sort of all-consuming project that I'm up to, but every now and then I log into him, grind a few quests out of him just to see... But now he has his gorilla. I called it Kerchak out of the the um, Edgar Rice Burroughs novels. Mm. My official gorilla pet. And now, of course, because he's got a gorilla pet, he's never going to get hurt again. So, yeah. Even if he's naked. Now, does he have the um, knuckle thing, the knuckle sandwich? Not yet. Not yet. No, because you have, uh, you have to be, I think you actually have to be 80 to get it. Yeah, you have to be 80. You can't get five levels at a time. To 400. Yep. Yeah. Uh, eventually. Have, go ahead. No, no, just eventually. He'll get yeah. there. Do you have, um, this is just a personal question. Do you have locksmithing maxed on your rogue, on blade? Uh, as high as I can get it at 78. Oh, okay. I can't do frost steel yet, so don't ask. But, um, yeah, once I get to 80, then, you know, I've got probably a good two dozen lock boxes in my pack. Or in the mail from one ca- one character to another one, shunting them back and forth, just, just uh, waiting for me to unlock. Yeah, <laughs> I've been on my rogue, and, and uh, I don't think I've played him for about six months, so <laughs> he's unlikely to uh, get his lock picking up anytime soon. And uh, how's Luna Festival for you? I haven't been doing it. Well, oh. actually, I have been doing it about as much as Glanther has been doing it. In the sense that if I, hey, look, there's an elder. I didn't know there was an elder here. Let me go talk to him. So I go talk to him, get the coin, and then continue on doing whatever I was doing before that. But you know why, you, why um, both of you should be doing it? Because one day you're going to want to get something like in, Ambassador or some other reputation title as well. And uh, the elders are fantastic for increasing your, your reputation with, with all your, your, your capital city factions. They are good with that, but that's only if you want to get that title. Like, if you have a different title that you're got your eyes on, like for example, like yeah. Glanther, being Obsidian Slayer Glanther, he's never going to change that title. <laughs> that's it. That's your you one know I, like, I never really have to do anything ever again. <laughs> oh, and the mounts, the racial mounts. Oh, okay. The, but like, I, I kind of want to. Um, I want to do something really ridiculous and. Farm Nomaragan, so that way I can run one of those Mecho Striders on like on like my human death knight, and this like be ridiculous, like run up into a battle and be like, "Fear my robot chicken," you know, like. 
Let's um, trigger the Obsidian Slayer on him as well then. You know, he's I will forget that ever again. <laughs> the, only, the one reason why I got uh, restarted in doing the uh, coins is because each quest counts towards your quest total. Really? Yeah. Every time you co- select the, collect a coin, you're completing a quest. Yes, but not towards your lore master. Right, right. <laughs> I, I found uh, that out. Okay. It's like, oh, uh, right on, all these quests. Not so much. That'll what you... What comes after 2,000? Is it three or two and a half? 3,000. There's 3,000. 3,000 3, gets oh, so you a title. The title's at three, okay. The Seeker. I've got a, I've got a way to go for that. Uh, I'll get there one day. Probably after the next expansion. I'll have it before I get my Lore Master title. Really? Oh, yes. cool. Right now I'm at 2,500 quests. And I have wow. at least 300 to do in um, Northrend so far. Still. Because I haven't even touched Ice Crown. Yep. And whatever the ones I have left to do here in um, Burning Crusade. Uh, yep. Shadow Moon Valley and such. Yeah, so I'm only a little over 2,100, I think, so I've got quite a ways to go. So I guess uh, we, it's uh, agreed that we all like the achievement part <laughs> of World of Warcraft. It's, it, is, um, it is strangely addictive for, for uh, no tangible benefits. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually have to blame you guys for this particular obsession with this particular achievement. It's all your fault. Okay. And the reason I say that is because at one point somebody uh, named me, I don't remember who, which one of you it was, but basically uh, made a comment that I was as uh, a master of lore. And it sort of twigged in my brain. It's like, hey, wait, there's an achievement like that, isn't there? There's, there's a so I looked it up. Yeah. So I say, well, I, I better get it just so I can, you know, add that. Make it official. Level of yep. officiality to it, yeah. So it's all your fault. <laughs> so, um, do you want to add anything to what you've been doing this week? Fit in with our little section, or? Uh, but it's mostly well, been just doing the uh, questing by the sounds of things. Yeah. Questing like a mad fiend. Do you um, uh, auction house at all, or just generally? sometimes? Sometimes, but not um, when I'm not. I, I'm sort of. I guess I'm a typical guy in a sense that I can't multitask to save my life. Mm. So when I'm actually doing something in game, I do that something. And I sort of I've got probably three pages worth of auction house stuff that's been sitting there for almost a month on Tarzan, just waiting to be sort of sorted. But I haven't sort of gotten around to it. Yep. But, uh, I know yeah. what that's like. Every now and then. I mean, I'll send, you know, once once I get into the groove of juggling all my alts again. I'll log on to the one and do lots of skinning if I need more uh, money that way. And he's also a herbalist, Wolf Tusk is. And he just does two or three circuits around Sholazar, gets a bag full of herbs, tosses them to my bank Farmer's paradise. Sholazar basin is just full of farmers at night. It's just like... And, it's, uh, it's 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 really uh, the it's it's the it's a new baron's chat I think all the farmers that are bored out of their brain doing circuits having inane conversations in general. But I have been humbled 
And something I was I was thinking because everybody was uh, what um, Glanther was talking about um, raiding and with a new raid guild and such. We uh, we the the few the proud in AIE decided to make a a run into Blackwing Lair. Was it last Ooh. night or sometime yesterday? Now there were about twenty of us. Half of us were level eighties. Now remember, this is a level sixty raid dungeon. And the day before, or the, I guess the, the yesterday morning, I guess, we took down Onyxia with like 15 people. Right. And I was like, yay, yeah. look at that, we killed Onyxia, and I'd, I'd never seen her. So this was my very first time, and all this time I've played the game, seeing Onyxia was yesterday. Wow. So we decided, oh, what the heck, let's get the Blackwing Lair achievement. Not even close. <laughs> really? Got pummeled bad. And <laughs> I'm... I'm absolutely humbled because here I thought to myself, oh, well, how hard can it be? We took down Onyxia. That was easy. Sure, because it's straight in. You basically kill a bunch of uh, random guards and go right down to her and basically hold up until, you know, you out health her, basically. Yeah. But there were so many tactics and so many time. little yeah. juggling so things. Many gadget fights. Yeah, well, gadget fights in Blackwing Lair. Uh, yeah. yeah. It would make it tough. We're three or four of us are flipping back and forth to, to uh, wow wiki. And it's like, Oh, well now we have to do this or now we have to do this. And we were just getting beaten horribly. It was embarrassing. <laughs> so how far did you actually make it? Oh, uh, there was, um, we made it just past the brood Lord, which I think is about halfway. Okay. And then there's another encounter where you take down a bunch of, groupings of mobs and then there's this large another drake that comes down and flies at you um and yeah he ate us it was bad (laughs) (laughs) i watched him because no one would have fire resistance anymore right i mean that they they were fights yeah i guess we could have done that (laughs) fire resistance and you don't even think of it yeah, and I'm sort of thinking to myself because, like, like, like you guys are are talking about uh, sometimes when you go into the larger raids or or the Northrend raids, they're ten man dungeons now. Yeah, and I, I'm not I've never actually been in a Northrend raid, but the Northrend dungeon themselves don't seem to be that much more difficult in complexity or or um, difficulty than than any other dungeons do really. But I. I think that the raids in Northrend are, I mean, those are hard. Like there are some, there are some fights where like the, the environment can hurt you and you have to like be aware of the environment and that, that can be tough sometimes. Like Naxxaramas, there's all sorts of like random, random stuff that you have to like be worried about. But like the, I, I agree with you, Blade, about like, yeah, the, the dungeons. About there's how, like, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bit of Naxxramas that they call Frogger because you've got to dodge through the through the slimes coming across the path. Oh, that was hard. I wiped all the time on that one. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I know what it's like to be but, humbled. Like, I, I remember I was trying to um, solo a uh, an elite mob, and he was only like level like seventy two. It was in Dragon Blight, and I was on my level seventy six. Arlaris was level seventy six, and I'm like, I'm going to go, and I'm going to. Not worry about a group. I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, spank him. I'm going to spank him, right? And so I go and I, I taunt him over, you know, with my hand of reckoning, and I start to do my 
criticals. And then he goes and he silences me. And all of a sudden, if you have a holy paladin and you've been silenced, oh, you're pretty much done. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I can survive this one second. And then he silenced me again and it stacked. And he did it again. And so I had like <laughs> five oh. stacks of silence. And it was, I, it was, so. I was trying to run away and he was there like just silencing me and, and smacking me. And, and I, yeah, I died. And I, I had to walk like walk of shame back to my, back to my body. Yeah. It's a very humbling experience. <laughs> yes, I'd, I'd actually heard, and I didn't bother looking it up because I didn't actually believe it, but I'd actually heard that um, Blackwing Lair and, and one other dungeon um, are scaling dungeons. That is, if you go in there on, on, um, as, as 80s, the, the, the bosses are, are like level, you know, scaled up for, for a level 85. Oh, well, maybe that's what happened. I'd be really surprised if they did that, if they'd made that change. I mean, I don't remember reading anything about it, but um, do they have level eighty loot, or are they just like the same loot, just level no, eighty five? No, same. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't change the loot tables. Oh no, level sixty loot. Yeah. We were passing on everything. It was great. <laughs> You're like yes. vendor trashing stuff that like two years ago would have been like sold for like real money on like eBay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Shocking. I was like, oh, look at this. I want this because it's sort of, I don't know, we'll use it as a role-playing piece. Or, uh, That's right. This, this is great because it's sort of roguish. But, I mean, hey, look at the DPS on that epic purple one-handed <laughs> sword. 42 DPS. Wow. <laughs> wow. Look at my dagger. It's got 119. Yeah, my green dagger from, from Let me tuck that in my back pocket. <laughs> Yes. All right, so All right. why don't we go get on to what uh, Asheo's been doing. Okay, so uh, Asheo, That's me. how's your week been? Oh, my week's been, I've been... Your first full week since you've been back? It has been, it has been, yes. And I've had a, a very lucky week. I've, I've considered myself very lucky this week and I keep expecting the, the luck to stop, but it, it pretty much went all week, so... I've had a ball this week. I started the week. Um, it probably wasn't obvious to people, but but last week when we were recorded and 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 came back later on, there was actually a considerable pause there. It was, it was pause enough for me to get summoned into Naxxramas and and actually uh, uh, fill in as, as DPS for a group that had that had lost a DPS, and they'd already cleared all the way to the four horsemen. They're just ready to actually do the four horsemen, and. Um, I've, I've done it once before, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so yeah, I was like really down with the fight, it, uh, and it was it was a bit hard while I was, <laughs> I was trying to talk to you. So um, uh, we we got him down. We got the four horsemen down, and and this epic staff dropped, and you know, I just passed, and they all said, "Oh, you, sh- you should roll on it. It'd be an upgrade for you." I said, I'm, I'm not rolling on that. You know, you guys have been doing this week after week, and you've you've cleared up to the bosses, and I've, I've been in here five minutes, and I'm not going to roll on. They're going, "No, go on. It's all right. It's fine. You know, we're we're not here about the loot, and you know, you you help get them down as much as anybody else. Roll on it. Oh, all right, then I roll on it, and I, I won it. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Charm Siege staff. That's. Uh, Fantastic! It's and it, it's it's such a, a a great star for a warlock. So, so I got that, and uh, we we continued on. We got uh, uh, Gluth down. This is um, 
bloody huge dog. That, that was the first time I've I've got him down. Um, it's it's he's difficult because all these um, ads come out and he he does this um, spell that that summons him to to him, and if they get to him, they heal him, and so it's a it's a kiting game of, of keeping the mod the, the ads as far away from him as possible and you know, AOEing them all down as as they're uh, running towards him or they go pretty slow but you know still they've got a reasonable amount of health and uh, we actually got him down and and we got down uh, Thaddeus who's yeah uh, you I don't know how you'd go Aprilian because to actually get to Thaddeus you've actually got to do this jump there's no no I'm secret. Not make <laughs> There's no secret shortcut way that you walk around and just walk up there. You've actually, you've actually got to jump, and it's a long jump. You've got to, you've actually got to jump right on the edge of uh, this wall, and, and then land on over the top of another wall. Uh, and if you, and if you don't do the jump, then you can't get into the boss fight. And, and it's a, it's another gadget fight. He, he does this, um, puts his. Uh, debuff on on the, the raid, and you either get a, a positive charge and or a negative charge, and you, know, you you don't want the positive and negative people to be together. So you've got to like, assign an area, or the, if you get the positive charge, run here. If you get the negative charge, run here, and you know run anti clockwise so that you're not you know running past each other and blowing each other up. And uh, and that was the the first time that uh, that that raid group have have got that boss down. We actually got him down, and, and some other some other piece dropped. And so I'm I'm not rolling. I've got my epic piece with him. I'm not rolling on it. <laughs> Go for it. So that was that was a lot of fun. That's that's probably the, the most I've done in Nax since um, uh, back in the old sixty days of Nax in in Eastern Plaguelands. So I had some luck there. Um, I continued with my. Uh, at, Achievement to to get elder. I um, was interested to see how much of it I could actually solo, and and the only one I could was uh, the Nexus. Um, so I, I'm, I read up a bit on on how you actually get to the elder inside the Nexus, because even as an eighty, you know, there's you don't go past any bosses, but there's mobs everywhere, and there's you know like four patrols and all these other little um, nasty little flowers that that wander around and. And it, it's it's basically uh, similar to to Nax and those slimes. It's a, just a game of Frogger, <laughs> running to a particular point, waiting until the, the exact moment that the that the patrols have gone past, and then running to the next safe point. And uh, it took a while, but I, I got there in the end and and soloed that and and properly hearthed out because there was no way I was going to try and run out the same way. Uh, Holds of stone. I had to to run to get the coin in there, and and like every uh, instance uh, run it's it's difficult finding a healer so I thought oh what the hell I'll try dual box it on a shale and a shield and and uh, uh, there wasn't any bosses so it was all just a, a lot of trash and and uh, that went that went quite well so I might even try dual boxing the full instance one day but uh, uh, dual boxed getting through to to the uh, to the elder in Hall of Stones and uh, so I've got, I've got that on both a shale and a shield. And then the final one I had to get was in good old Strat. As I, I didn't ever did that one last year because I uh, couldn't be bothered. There wasn't any uh, good reason for me to, to fight all my way through Strat. But uh, this year is slightly different. I had to get the, the coin for the title. And uh, there's actually an, another achievement for uh, Keymaster. And uh, I didn't have the key to the city out of Strathome. So 
I uh, went the extra bit and hunted down the mob that, that had the key to Strat so I can now go in the back door of Strat and not that I'll, I'll probably be going back there anytime soon. And as easy as that, I'm now Elder Asheo. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Uh, and in the process got exalted with Orgrimmar but from, from all the, the rep increasing collecting the coins. So uh, you can get a wolf. I could get a wolf, yep. <laughs> Indeed. And in fact, I might because I, I, I rather like the wolf. And the, 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 um, not even just the look of it, more the, the movement of it. Yeah. It's one of the more uh, appealing uh, mounts. It, it lopes. Yeah, that's right. Indeed. Uh, as I said earlier, I ran Windergrasp. We we won it, so it makes it all the more sweeter. Uh, uh, there's a there's a actually finally figured out uh, the quest you can do in there. I, d- I did most of them, apart from there was destroy a southern tower or protect it or something. I didn't do that one, and actually found the flight path in Windergrasp. I didn't even realise that there was one in there, but there there actually is a, a flight path in in Windergrasp. So because I I've always if I've accidentally been flying over and and you know meant to dodge it and uh, and got the sorry you can't fly in this zone and and hit down to the ground I could never find my way out so I <laughs> either I'd wait till my hearth was up <laughs> until I could get out of winter grass but I had no idea how to get out of there so um, actually the way I found it was uh, I died um, and uh, one of the options the spirit healer had was something about Show me where the the horde um, entry point is, or something. And I took that, and it, and it ported me there. And and uh, the flight path wasn't far away from there, so I just flew out. So so that was pretty cool. Uh, I did hit exalted with the oracles this week, so so no more oracle dailies for me. And uh, and got the the mana regen trinket that Glanta was talking about earlier, and is a is a very nice trinket. I'll probably I think I'll be probably hanging on to that for quite a while as well. And another set of uh, my eggs hatched, and yeah, I just got well. I jest a bit, you know. It's better than the, the the two yolks I got last week. Another tick bird and a cobra, and I was I was sad to see that the the price of the of the cobra, is, the auctioneer is saying, is is dropped from uh, eleven hundred gold down to about eighty. <laughs> obviously, uh, obviously, quite a few uh, people are getting the the cobras now, and uh, and 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 not buying them up. So I might just. Start. I might, might might pick another tune to 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 do uh, pet collections on as well. They make uh, great gifts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was subtle. Subtle. <laughs> I'm very shy. I tell you. We noticed. I to, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I. Also, did one of the. I think I've explained it before. If if you win winter grasp, you can uh, do uh, at least one, and, and I'm not sure if the other one is is the same. Um, the Vault of Archivon, which is a, a a raid dungeon, you can you can run once a week if you actually control winter grasp. And this is where my my next piece of luck came in for the week. Uh, I got asked if I wanted to to run that, and I said, Yeah, sure. I'll come in and, and I'll actually asked, got asked if I wanted to, to do the 10-man the, uh, the version of it. And I said, yeah, sure. So I joined a group for that and couldn't find a healer. You know, surprise, surprise. And uh, then we found a 25-man a uh, raid that was going in and it was mostly AIE and, and, uh, and another guild. It was, but it was kind of puggish. 
and uh, I was the only warlock. Uh, we went in there and and got him down without any trouble whatsoever. And lo and behold, the tier seven warlock chess piece dropped. So <laughs> even without rolling, I'm now the proud new owner of the Valorous Plague Heart robe. Wow! <laughs> uh, you like, are lucky this week. Yeah. Uh, you should buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, I'll sort of. <laughs> Do they have lotteries? In- Oh yeah, Sorry. we've got Tats. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Tats Lotto uh, in Australia, or, or just Tats, and uh, yeah. So uh, I should have bought one of those tickets, but uh, oh, I didn't. Um, and, that, and that's really all I've been doing on a, a show on a shield this week. I've I have been I've decided I I couldn't keep up my death night couldn't keep up with my friends that I've been leveling with. They're, they're now. You know, 69, 70 and, and into Northrend and my poor Death Knight's still back at 66. I thought, oh, what the hell, I'll, I'll um, uh, just level Jekyll and Hyde with them because they needed a healer. I took Jekyll out and but I'll just take Hyde with them. I'm used to um, dual boxing Jekyll and Hyde. So we've, I've been out and starting to do all the, the Howling Fjord stuff uh, and enjoying all that. I was a little bit disappointed, you know, I think I've mentioned before that, in uh, in Northrend, there's a lot of quest hubs. So, you know, you go to an area and you, know, you you pick up a whole bunch of quests and you do them in that area and then you move on. You're not running from one side of the zone to the other. And you know, maybe I've been spoiled or maybe they just didn't do it so much in this particular area. But in Howling Fjord, you've got, you're doing all the, the quests out of Camp Winterhoof. They keep sending you back to the stupid Giants run, which you've got to dodge around the Alliance town because if you go anywhere near it, the guards there chase you forever and, and never give up and stun you and kill you. I've died too many times from them. and But it's it's uh, back to the bad old days of having to to run out to Giants, run, run mm-hmm. do one quest, run back to Camp Winterhoof, you know, pick up the next one, run back out there again. It's like, oh, geez, I thought they'd fix this, but obviously uh, not entirely. So, um, but I'm, I'm enjoying it still. They're, they're both 71 now. Uh, Hyde wasn't really car geared at all. He did a bit of car, but but not really. So he's he's already getting upgrades. Uh, Jekyll wasn't, and uh, we tried to run uh, Utgard Keep uh, with a, a 69 Pally tank, Jekyll healing Hyde, and uh, another another Death Knight and a Hunter, and we Uh-oh. just. Wiped and we wiped and we wiped and we wiped. It was, it was funny as heck, and and uh, and we learnt a lot. But uh, we made we made terrible progress. We managed to clear up to the first boss and and just uh, could tell that nah, guys, we're not going to get this down. I, I need to concentrate on healing, so I'll, I'll drop hide out and we'll get in somebody else. And we pulled in another warlock, and we still couldn't do it. This, the poor guy we pulled in on his warlock is is been playing his Death Knight to 80 and, and hadn't played. He says, oh, I'm a bit rusty on my warlock. I haven't played it for a few months. It's like, uh, that's all right. <laughs> We're old noobs here anyway. And nah, we, gave, we gave up in the end. So, um, you know, well, I've said in the past, you know, the, the, the North Ring content is, is really easy, but maybe it's just really easy for people that are a well-geared and, and for people that have, you know, been playing the game for years on end. But, you know, if you if you're playing with somebody that hasn't really you know somebody that's leveled a, a, a pally up to seventy and and hasn't tanked at all, just been questing, uh, which my mate has, he's he's been uh, dual boxing uh, a pally and a priest the same as I did, 
and you know, it hasn't really tanked any instances. So to get thrown into an actual level appropriate instance and, and try and tank it and me trying to dual box it and, and my other two mates that you know, haven't really done much instancing besides you know, me running them through uh, not really level appropriate stuff. <laughs> it was a shambles. But, uh, uh, it's all good. We'll go back in there in a couple of levels and, and uh, clear the place out. And then they'll understand everything that happened. They'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. We know, we know precisely what to do now. <laughs> we just <laughs> a, a bit more um, actual power and, and, and uh, health and stuff and, and we'll be right. Uh, I think everybody needs those uh, learning experiences. The humbling learning experiences, yes. Sounds like a couple of us have had those this week. Um, but it's all fun. That's what this is a game. Yeah, that's right. You know, wasn't having fun. I wouldn't be doing it. Go, no, guys, I'm not having fun. I'm going home now. But no, it is fun. Uh, oh, by the way, I've been uh, taking advantage of your fire seed suggestion. Yeah. People are still putting it up pretty low. So low, yep. In, in comparison to, um, you know, the other. Well, something I should mention that um, if if people didn't read the patch notes um, that closely, and you've been uh, trying to to do your your north end inscription, and um, uh, the north end inscription, you you need the uh, which one is it? I'll just look it up quickly. The snowfall link. So the snowfall link is the rare one, uh, and right. and next to the sea, and and you'll end up having. Bucket loads of of the uh, pigment that makes up ink of the sea, with next to the uh, inscription trainer in Dalaran and probably other places now, there's actually a, an ink vendor, and you can actually trade uh, inks of the sea and and uh, and buy a snowfall ink. I think it's ten ten inks of the sea for a snowfall or all the, all the you know, appropriate pigments for them. So. Um, yeah, if, you, if you're finding you've got uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of, of ink of the sea like I was uh, and you, you're just milling stack after stack of stuff trying to get snowfall ink, um, yeah, just just go to that vendor and, and do a, a, a trade. Much easier. And you can even buy some of the uh, lower inks for one ink of the sea. Right. So in case you just need some moon glow and you don't want to go out and... Uh and, uh, Go back to the old zone. Yep. Yeah. What's the price on? I haven't looked lately. What's the, is the price on lower level herbs getting back to a sensible level? Mm, well, not really. No. Uh, I'm looking at a stack of twenty. Oh, maybe so. Yeah. Um, it's reasonable. It's not cheap. I'm still. I still bet that it's hard to level alchemy at this point. Yeah, uh, I look back now and think, mm, yeah, well, I, I've, I've got some benefit out of my inscription, but yeah, it's, I probably the, the sensible thing would have been to actually just sell all the herbs and make a crap load of money and and yeah, level inscription round about now when the prices have come back to a sensible level. But uh, ah, doesn't matter. It's only gold. Do some dailies, right? Right, and and it, it was interesting. I I still am leveling my inscription. I still find it interesting, yep. <laughs> you know, and challenging to get the glyphs and the, the right glyphs for the right person. Yep. The, 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 uh, the 
success of selling the glyphs has, has been interesting for me. I, I guess it's because I'm kind of more um, DPS, you know, spell caster kind of centric person that I look at some of the glyphs and, and you know, their warrior ones or tank ones and I think, oh, geez, that, that sounds crap. You know, that's not going to sell and, and they sell for a fortune. So they're obviously, they're obviously good things that, that tanks want. That, uh, so, um, yeah, I'm doing all right there. I'm still s- selling a few, learning some interesting ones. So um, I guess that brings us to what I've been doing. It does. And one of the things I have been doing is I, I decided at your prompting <laughs> to take uh, Elite, who's my, uh, my level, my Death Knight inscriptor, and uh, to take her to the auction house and see what she could sell. And, and she has sold a whole bunch of stuff. She, it's, it's interesting what sells and what doesn't. Um, I guess some of the more rare... Uh, glyphs are not so rare. Like uh, the penguin one, I thought would sell a lot. Uh, I think it's it stays over. Yeah. Yeah, but the uh, I guess the, a lot of the Death Knight ones, like Horn of Winter, that goes mm-hmm. for uh, a good chunk. Which uh, is kind of neat because the Horn of Winter itself is a uh, a uh, has a twenty second cooldown. And it blows the Horn of Winter, which generates 10 runic powers and increases the total strength and agility of all party or raid members within 30 yards. And it lasts for three minutes. So this increases it by um, by 86. No, I mean, no the uh, Horn of... Uh, I'm sorry. That's the actual thing. But the... the, uh, the and it's a minor? Glyph? Yeah, increases the duration by a minute minute yeah so it's four minutes instead of three which is kind of neat um you know again i wish that there was an easier way to determine which ones were minor and which ones were (laughs) not and have you uh heard of any good uh, add-ons for that blade (laughs) not yet but uh i'll look yeah it's it's gotta be coming because it's i mean inscription has to it has to be a big tweaking thing it's not Something that's you can just go and say, I'll grab one of these and one of these. Yeah. So it's all going to depend on what they're exposing in the API, because where where it actually says whether it's a, a minor or a major glyph, you know, I mean it's it appears in the description of it, but whether that's actually accessible to to a, to a, a mod to actually look at and categorize um, is going to depend on whether you, it, it is actually feasible or not to to do a mod to do it without you know basically hard coding. You know, figuring out what all the minor ones are and, and hard coding it to, to right making a database that, that will make a bigger maintain it yeah a big mod, a bigger mod and take up more memory well the only way I know is that I do know that the minor glyphs have a blue symbol on it <laughs> and that's the only way I can yeah they look a bit different so yeah, yeah. so um, you know I, when I get stuck on something I can't get it out of my mind. So, you know, last week my dilemma was whether or not to level Pramal, who was at the time 105 in Enchanting, and I had Vale, who was a level 40 rogue, and she was level 300 in Enchanting. <laughs> and uh, Pramal was 55, which meant that she could go all the way, pretty much, I think. And, uh, you know, Vale was stuck. 
So I had decided to do Pramal, but I, so I just leveled her through and I spent, gosh, I spent loads of money, hundreds and hundreds of gold to buy stuff off the auction house and get her to level. And then I, I sent her to Ralmar to get her enchanting up. I forgot about the enchanter in chat. <laughs> It's funny how we get things in our mind and then we go past them and then we forget about them. You know, she was level 55, so she didn't have any allegiance to uh, Aldor and Squire. There's a, uh, there's a enchanter in Squire on the Squire side because Aldor has the jewel crafter trainer. So she could have just, in fact, I have sent her back there. So, And uh, I was in, I went to D.C., and on the train back to Rhode Island, I brought uh, Pramal and, and Vale into uh, Zolfarak for the Elder. <laughs> Dual boxing instances on, on uh, trains now, are we? Yeah, I know. That's really <laughs> bold. Uh, the, the nicest thing, I, I really got an into Zia for Vale because she can pickpocket. And she had gotten a couple of uh, lock boxes that she could um, you know, get some points on. So after repeated running back from the graveyard for Vale, I ended up bringing in April, the the um, Death Knight. And Death Knight in Zelfarak is great. <laughs> they can just wipe the floor. And what was really funny is the uh, differences in the, uh, the experience that Vale was getting wasn't that much of a difference. I think she was getting something like 380 or 360 something with Pramal, and she was getting 340. 50 or 340 with the pro which being a, a 10 levels difference between the two of them you would think you know if you're the way it works or my understanding of it is with, if you're with somebody higher you get lower xp yeah. of course neither one of these guys are getting any xp but uh Vale was getting uh pretty good xp the only difference is with um with pramal because they were refer friend she was actually getting some refer friend bonus but not with April. A, now that you say that, I've got a feeling that they changed something about the way that you, the um, experience works for lower level mobs. Really? Mm. I know there was something about the um, if if you were getting reputation that it changed if your mob is gray, but I didn't know if it was anything about the XP for the lower level person. Mm. Well, if anybody knows about that, and by the way, you can write us at Control Alt. Wow, I was so excited about having Blade, I forgot to write, mention that uh, you can email us at Control Alt Wow at gmail dot com. I have that effect and on people. It, yes, and we and and as usual, we have the contest every week, where we will roll on one of the emails, and they will win either a month of World of Warcraft or an Authenticator. Which, it's very important to have. And a month so well, it, it's important as well. Yeah. <laughs> In a month of well. <laughs> so April, the Death Knight, can kill three trolls. And, you know, if you've done ZF, there's, there's groups of threes. Yeah. And she, with no problem. And um, she, and at the same time, she's holding enough aggro so that when uh, Vale goes around to pick the pockets, she can do that with no problem. Um. She ended up. Uh, they got to the. Elder they're in. Uh, and you can you can pick pockets while they're in combat. Yep. Oh. While the other person's in combat, if if it's she difficult. Starts, 
Yeah. If she starts in in uh, stealth, while the while the Death Knight or, or Pramal is fighting, she just creeps up behind the person. And if she doesn't get an aggro range, you know they don't notice her. She can pick okay. I've always, assumed for, for, I've always assumed for some reason that, that pickpocket was like sap, that you couldn't pickpocket if they were in combat. But, okay. but they're not actively in combat if the other person is. I mean, if the group is in combat, no, the, yeah. If, if, the mob is in, if the mob is in combat. Oh, yeah, you can pickpocket. I've pickpocketed a lot of mobs in combat. So, so long as you, the rogue, are not in combat. Combat, right. right. And you haven't, and you don't aggro them. If they, yeah. Some the the higher the mob is, the lower their aggro or their sense of hey, I can see you, <laughs> <laughs> and then they knock them out of uh, stealth, and then they can't. Although I was frustrated because there's some mobs that drop things, and they don't have pockets, so I don't know. Mm. You know, there was a great World of Warcraft. Um, comic that was on the uh the main page about you know this person who was you know grinding for animal parts in the barrens and he looked over and he saw all of these lions walking around that didn't have any feet and all these like all the zebra didn't have any feet and all the raptors had no heads and he was like i don't understand how you don't get a hundred percent drop rate on some of these things and he goes oh that's why (laughs) i always figured we were so powerful we destroy them how come no spear doesn't have a, a bladder? Yeah, well, we 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 destroyed the bladder. By well, them. just yesterday, I took a screen capture of of Glanther. He made a fire to do one of his cooking awards, and for you know Dalaran cooking, and uh, he was in the sewers and near like where their um where the ring is, the wing, uh, ring of Willis, or the circle of Willis, and uh, circle of Wells, I think it's called. Yeah, because the circle of Willis is the the Stems in the brain. What are you looking at, Willis? But anyway, he, he makes a fire in like two feet of water. And I was like, that's how good he is. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's such really a good, good cook. Fire. You make water and fire. Yeah. That wood is dry, burns anyway. So I was all happy with my decision to level Pramal for, in, for enchanting. And then that's actually, this is before. This should have been before the, the whole. Fail thing, uh, but then um, I got uh, Aprilian got a Corium lockbox while doing the Sun Fury pl- daily um, plans from one of the uh, elves out in uh, Netherstorm, mm-hmm. and that's when I decided, oh well, now I need to level up my <laughs> my rogue so she can get a lock picking up, which is funny because now I have a three twenty five lockbox, which means that. If she's currently at 220, it's five for each. So 325, that's what? That has to be a level 70 blade? Uh, let me think. Another 300 would be 60, so level. 65? Yeah. Oh, yes. I might as well forget about that. But she can do, but I, I just decided to get her up high enough to do 225, which was my goal. And, um,. Because she's on the refer friend, so I brought I brought them the ZF, which I already mentioned. I'm trying to go through my show notes, but obviously I I looped around here. So uh, Vale got to 41, and um, she 
oh, I discovered that everyone runs the same speed when they're dead, which is kind of funny, don't you think? Uh, Night Elves would still have a speed I bonus, I think. Yep. Not as mu- apparently not as much as it used to be. Right. So, I uh, I went back out to, I've been out in ZF and out in the, the desert and Kamal and, and has been fighting while uh, Bale pickpockets. And then they decided that they were going to do the pirate hat quest. So they went back out to that cove to get the pirate hats. And, but it turns out that the lock boxes out there, even though she was over 200, she wasn't able to lock, to pick those locks. So I don't know. That seems kind of crazy. If she's 41 and the mobs out there are in the mid of lower 40s, you'd think the boxes around them would be at the same Right. And then we went out to Desolus and tried to find water log lock boxes. <laughs> We've been to every rogue spot in the game, I think, uh, in the O world, trying to up her, up her lock picking. And she finally went to um, Angor Fortress in Desolus. So if you're in the 40s and you're trying to get your lock, pick your lock, get your lock picking skills up, go out there. There's plenty of boxes there that will uh, let you, and they and they respawn fairly well, so that was kind of neat. And then uh, while she was out there, we did the uh, Broken Alliance quest. I don't know why, but I just love that quest. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good one. <laughs> yeah, and I like the neatest thing is now. Uh, I think I bought what did I bring? Oh, I brought Auric, my the level sixty. Uh, hunter with me just for the skinning and I, I keep I keep grinding these whelplings and uh, the blue d- trying to get that cat hopeful that you're going to get another one aren't you yeah I can't help it and um, uh, I almost brought Tia Tia's my level 40 mage and you know it would be nice to get her to 50 so she could get some more portals and stuff but I brought her out to um, to help with uh, Bale and um, Kamal, but then she had skinning and she couldn't. Sk- she had skinning at like thirty-five, and everything was like almost two hundred out there. So I decided to send her over to Crossroads to level her skinning, and um, and that went pretty well. So I've got Kamal, Bale, and Orc out in uh, doing the the Broken Alliance quest. And then I got Tia doing the skinning in Crossroads. And and it was funny because she's a level, since she's level 40, and these are like 12 mobs, she can one-shot them. Yep. <laughs> Her fireball hits them, and it's still sparkling, and they're like, oh, we're dead. So that was kind of neat. And while, um, the, the, while they the were... biggest hassle of, of trying to level skinning like that is trying to figure out where to go next. Kill them quick, you skill up quick, and then you're, you're green all of a sudden. You're going to think, where do I go now? Well, we were, she ended up going to um, Whaling Cavern. Okay. She soloed Whaling Cavern. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And while she was in there, she realized she had the stupid Serpent Bloom quest and that she'd never finished. That she was on a refer a friend thing, which it turns out is is kind of confusing because you end up jumping levels, and then you look at your quest log and you've got all these gray. All these grays, yeah. yeah. 
that you know you're not gonna ever do so you have to go in but she had kept that one and she went in and she was able to you know solo everything and she's a low she's an enchanter she was like in her 50s and so she got um those shoulders from one of the um lords in there and she was the druid things and she was able to be that so that was kind of neat and uh so uh Oric was getting a bunch of leather and we passed the dragon scale trainer and uh Pramal's uh leather worker too so cuz she was to level up the enchanting she made a bunch of leather stuff and was uh, de in them and it's been working out great because her deing uh her enchanting and what she's been deing have almost been the same level although she still had to buy some stuff Sandy? So, um, oh, there was, do you know who Storm Human is? I hate to even mention him. <laughs> yes. Do, do you know Blade? I've seen some. Uh, How about you, Glantha? Not a clue. Okay. Well, there's this annoying guy on Earth and Ring who said he's the mayor. At one point, he called himself the the was it the mayor or the? I think his current guild is president of Earthen Ring. Right. Yeah. Well, he was selling. He was advertising that he that he had made a guild, and somebody swiped out all his stuff out of the guild, and then they left and transferred to another server. So he was selling a guild with two uh, bank tabs for two hundred and fifty gold. Yeah, it's a reasonable deal, I guess. If it is, the first tab is a hundred gold, and the second tab is two fifty. And even just the trouble of trying to get ten signatures is worth, you know. Some people pay as much as two, three gold a signature. So uh, I bought Anarchy <laughs> <laughs> for two hundred and fifty gold. You bought Anarchy? I bought Anarchy. Weren't they a huge guild <laughs> once? I think they were. <laughs> But they all transferred. They <laughs> all picked up and left. Yeah. So I got, and they left. Have you actually got any guilties or you kick them off? No, everybody was gone. The only person left was Storm, was, uh, was Death, uh, Storm Human. But he was on his death night. He was called Death Human. Yeah. Clever. Is that, a, is that an RP name? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I actually. Ignore him on most of my characters, and I was just happened to be on this low level character, and managed to uh, and happened to see that because I usually every time I figure out, I think one of his other characters is Onyunzo and something else. So I just thought that was funny. So I have another two tabs, which is great because I was actually running out of room. Uh, your in your my, third guild bank. Um, my fourth. <laughs> I suppose yeah, you need one per account, don't you? Yep. Right, right, exactly. And, yeah. and so it, it works out pretty. It worked out pretty well because I had a bunch of stuff that was getting ready to, you know, get go expired on uh, in my mailboxes. Yep. So now I just send everything to. That account. And it's another 190 slots or something. Yeah, 98 a piece. So that worked out. That was nice. Sweet. Yeah. I so, should do that. Uh, 
if you need uh, anybody to sign your charter, let me know. <laughs> or, hey, do you want to buy a girl? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have five guilds. What? I just don't have a guild bank on all for, on one of them. Oh, my gosh. Well, and, and then I have, actually, and that's not including my alliance guild. Wow. That has a bank. Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. So, uh, <clears throat> Bale uh, dinged 41, I guess it was, or 43. And so she went back to uh, to Angor Fortress to level from 215 to 220. And um, and then I realized that I needed to be doing mobs that Pramal got XP so that uh, Bale would get the refer friend XP. They She was just getting rested XP. So, but it only affects her. Both Bale will only get the uh, refer for an XP if they're doing something that's green to Pramal. So we went to Searing Gorge uh, out of the Badlands and then um, up through Black Rock. And we went and we actually went into Black Rock Mountain to do some of the mobs that were just hanging out by that door for the upper, the upper Black Spall. Rock. Yep. Yeah. But Pramal, I mean, uh, Bale couldn't get inside. <laughs> Auric and Pramal walked in, and Vale was like, um, hello. <laughs> they won't let me in. Cause they help, yeah. yeah, it's too low. So they went to the other side and started grinding, um, started grinding the mobs and burning step, which includes the, those, um, uh, those dragon skin, dragon kin people. So they drop money, and they also drop, uh, they can, they're skinnable. So that was kind of nice for um, for Auric to be skinning them. And uh, Bale was getting all sorts of XP from that. So we ended up hanging out there. We were those dragons that are out there. And there's some uh, there's some wolves. In fact, Pramal ended up dropping her cat. She had a black cat. And she ended up getting a wolf that she named Lucy. Because it was red. You know, from I Love Lucy. No, way too young for that. When I, when I watched I Love Lucy, it was in black and white, so I didn't right. know she had a red one. Yeah. <laughs> I would have think a, 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 you know, Lucy would be like Little Red Riding Hood kind of thing. Oh, or maybe Charlie. Brown. Little Red Riding Hood, real name, might have been Lucy. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a strange name for a kid, isn't it? Hey, Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it'd be like. You'd get bored yelling that out every time you wanted to call her for dinner. Oh, so I was doing one weird thing <laughs> that I was, even though Tia, and all this time she's still in the crossroads and in Milling Cavern, I had her in group with uh, Pramal and Vale. So I, and it turned out that it had two benefits. Sometimes I think that if you're in group, even if you're soloing, that you get uh, you have a better chance of getting some greens. And uh, the other thing is, I could watch the and health. Myself. So sometimes I could, I would be, you know, looking on the the screen with uh, Tia, and I'd look. Oh, Vale's health is dropping, and I could quickly go back over to the other computer and see that uh, Pramal needed to strike down some bad mob who was attacking Vale. And so let's see. Uh, Tia got to two hundred. No, she. Oh no, by Friday. 
skipping around, sorry. So Tia's skinning in the barrens, and then she went into the Welling Cavern. And a while she was out there in, in the barrens, a uh, an elf came by <laughs> and pumpkin-headed her. <laughs> I guess he was looking for a, a, world, a, a, a blood elf mage to complete his merrymaker quest. You know that pumpkin thing where you had to, you had to throw a pumpkin on so many That's... different... Uh, combinations can you do that when it's yeah you can still do it if you if you so she left it on for the whole hour then she ventured down to thousand needles and she could skin down there and um she picked up the message to free wind post at the great lift you know when you get to the end of the barrens you Mm -hmm. get to that quest and um and then the whole idea was to get to 200 by the time she got down to free wind and then catch the uh, lift, catch the the Wervin back to Camp T, so she could train. And she ended up doing that. And then she headed to Shimmering Flats, and she got uh, the, she finished up a Vulture Bone quest that she didn't even realize she had. So in the course of all this, just because she was skinning, she she got rid of a couple of low level quests, and she got some elders coins, like from Camp T and from um, Free Wind, and from Shimmering Flats. So that was pretty good. And cool. I, yeah, and I, I kept hopping on my DK inscriptor and checking the auction house and she made some money. Then Veil dinged 45 and, oh, we went to Azar. I don't think I mentioned that. We we ended up, at, well, while she was grinding the dragon's kin in, um, in, in Searing Gorge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where she was. Oh, Burning Steps, I'm sorry. She realized, she remembered the ones that were in uh, Azara drops the whelplings. <laughs> you know, hope springs eternal. <laughs> so we headed over to Azara. It took forever to get out there because, you know, it's not, it's not by a road or a main area. You have to go through a bunch of mobs. And after, after Vale died a couple of times, I just finally let her run back to the uh, Spirit Hilda and and we and accept the spirit healers uh, thing and just have her summon her. I keep forgetting that I can do that because they're on the refer friends. But her, uh, but uh, Pramal and Auric got out there and we ground, grind and grind and grind. Is it ground? Is that a past tense? <laughs> we grinded. <laughs> and we, uh, we got her to Pramal. No, uh, she dig. She dinged forty six. She was getting ready to ding forty six, and then I thought that Pramal could give her a level. So I was kind of hoping that she could wait until she till she got uh, to till Pramal dinged, and then she would be able to give a level to Vale, and then Vale could ding, and then that would give her a quicker level, you know, because the next level is always more, and if you wait till someone's at the end of their level to give them a level, then all they have to do is, they have to do less to ding the next level. But it turned out that when Pamal dinged 57, she still wasn't at the, she was not at a point where she could give a level. I think she's out of sync because she was actually transferred as opposed to starting off in the refer friend account. Oh, okay. And even though she's, it's usually the odd numbers. So after Vale dinged for, for so she have to wait till she's fifty eight. So after Vale dinged forty six, um, oh, I know what I was gonna say. At forty five, she she could 
now opened 225 level boxes, but she realized that if she waited till she was till she was 46, that she could open these three boxes that she had and get points. But if she's 45, she won't get anything for opening the 225 boxes because that's her maximum level. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she waited. Side them up. She's, right, so she went. So um, I'm almost caught up. Aprilian went to Shadow, went to make Shadow Cloth in Shadow Moon Valley. You know how much easier it is to make Shadow Moon Cloth at the altar when you can fly there? Uh, there. <laughs> yes. Instead of having to running through all those mobs. It was so awesome. And she also picked up some quests while she was there. She did the one where she went over to the training ground. These are quests for Scryer. And they give them that warning. Oh, you're going to do something for Scryer and then you're going to lose for Alder. But, you know, you already know it. And then she did the Blaine's Edge quest for the manor cell things. You know, we do the phasing thing for in Bashir's Landing, which she absolutely loves doing. And I don't know why. And every single time she does that, she would fly back to the flight path and Blade's Edge, catch <laughs> the flight to another storm, and then fly to the place to get the Sun Fury plans. Yeah. You know, she realized today she could just fly. Just fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking myself as I'm realizing. I could just go right over there. I don't have to go back there to go over to fly there and then fly back there. And so, anyways, that's the crazy stuff I've been doing. Um, uh, and the only other thing I want to add is Pramal was able to leather up her to level up her uh, leather working from all the the leather that she got from Oryx skinning the the dragon. We we didn't get the whelpling yet, but we're still out there. But while she's out there, well, when we first spawned, somebody was out there killing the, the dragons while she was out, when we first showed up today. And you know, you ever go to a place where you've been grinding for a while and you think you own it? And then somebody else shows up and you're like resentful? <laughs> like, you know, this isn't your world of Warcraft. So she starts at first with resentful because somebody's out there cl- killing these dragons. And then we realize the person's not a skinner. So Oryx able to run around and skill all, to skin all these uh, dragons, and we got tons of leather. And the only other thing I wanted to say was I did I, I put aside some time today to do some cleaning, but I decided to put my to check on the auction house earlier today. And when I got to the auction house, the alliance um, had hit the bank or was hitting the bank. Oh, you know, and I didn't even realize what was going on. I, I saw the the yellow text that that indicated that they were alliance, but my box was up and my auction house was scanning. And all of a sudden, the auction house shut down because the guy was dead. You can't scan scan a banker when he's dead, I guess. You know who that was? <laughs> who was it? That was your husband saying, get back to cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> but one good thing happened. I got, I was able to get a, an achievement. Do you know what achievement I was able to get? Uh, hug the alliance? Yes! <laughs> Hug the Dead Alliance. I got Make Love, <laughs> Not Warcraft. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. And it almost seemed like there was one alliance who was like hanging around. Maybe he was just doing that because he didn't want to get killed right away. But there was a body that was hanging around in the middle of the bank, and I was able to get it on two uh, tunes. So that was kind of neat. You know, it's it's nice to get random achievements. I do want to point out that I did go into World of uh, to the Armory, and I, I don't know if you know this, but for some reason you can go in and compare people's 
achievements. I don't know why you would want to do that. Oh. <laughs> but I just want to say, Asheo has 3,525 achievement points. Blade Tusk has less. <laughs> do you mind if I say, or do you? Go right ahead. Um, you have 1990. Guess what Aprilian has? 342. 600. (laughs) 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 And so that's what I've been doing. I've had a great week and I'm having fun. Uh, I'm, you know, just having a blast. And oh, oh, I know one other thing I wanted to say. Sorry. Uh, The portal for summoning. You still need three people to summon the portal. For the warlock. Have you done a, that yet? A mini patch this week, and they and they fixed it. Works right. properly so you, now. Well, you still need three people to summon the initial portal. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after the portal's there, anybody can go up. Two, any two people can go up and summon somebody else, and it lasts five minutes, and it persists even if the warlock logs off. Oh, okay. So if you, so what I actually did was I, I got out to that elder in Azara, which is out in the middle of nowhere and over these bridges and all, you know, this long drawn out thing. And I actually was able to summon someone on Aprilian's account to the, get the, you know, she was able to log off. And within the five minutes, I was able to log on a couple of characters that were on the same account, summon them and have them get the coin. Ooh. So you can actually summon your alts on your um, warlock account by using this portal. Sweet. Yep. But is that okay. so? Can absolutely anybody do that, or does it, does it have to be the party in which the warlock was in when he created the the ritual? Summon? No, if you if you invited somebody else into the uh, into the group, right. but I mean, if you if you're do. just you know. Fred logs on oh. the road, and you come across a ritual of summoning. Presumably, you can't use it if if, if you are not in the party of right. You still have to be in the party. It. Yeah, right. All right, folks. I think I'm going to save one more time, and then we're going to start with bladed edge and uh, email. We're back, uh, and we've lost Glanther because he had to slash sleep. He has to go grind for work tomorrow. It's one uh, forty his time, and he has to get up in a few hours. So we appreciate him sticking with it for our 100th episode, which we're very excited about. And I think we're going to head right into the bladed egg. Oh, I'm all nervous now. Oh. Who's, who's going to read it this week, I wonder? <laughs> yeah, who's going to read it this oh, week? Oh, let me think. Oh, oh. Let me think. <laughs> we can slash roll. Uh-huh. All right. I'll roll. And and your number one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> What's that out of three? Three. Oh. Yeah. So, do you have it in front of you? Or I do, do indeed. To... Okay. All right. Shall I start? So, yes, yep. please do. Huh. Well, this is kind of interesting. All right. Well, not a lot of work to report this week. I haven't yet had a good look at the changes that the great hunter nerf of 09 has brought, but then I haven't been on my hunter at all in the past few weeks. Stage one of my semi-secret little project is complete. Those who were present when I completed it just a few days ago, and again yesterday, can probably figure out what I'm trying to do. But for the rest of you, I'm going to start stay mysterious for just a bit longer. This is an old email. It adds to the suspense. 
although my increasingly frustrated rants and guild chat might have tipped a few of you off. Overall, the 3.0.8 patch has not yet affected me at all, as far as rogues go. Cheap shot and fan of knives. Uh, cheap shot I don't really use, and fan of knives I actually haven't got yet because I haven't dinged 80. As interesting bonus to faint. Useless in solo play, good for raiding and dungeon running, as often as I'm in as I am in dungeons, as in not at all. So that's a null too. The only change I can see possibly affecting me is the last one, kidney shot. The ability now has diminishing returns against all of the stuns. What does that mean? Here's a clarification for those who might be wondering the same thing, but didn't want to appear noobish by asking. Diminishing oh, returns is a lessened effect. Oh, sorry? I was going to say good, because I actually read that on one of uh, one of my spells the other day, and I thought I should look up and find out what that actually means, and, and never mm-hmm. got around to it. <clears throat> diminishing returns is a lessened effect on the mob if you use the skill or effect more than once on them such that if you have full you have a full 100% effect the first time then it drops to 50% the second time you use it then 25% and then the mob becomes immune uh, the diminishing its return effect resets 15 seconds after the last effect was applied now in this regard before the patch cheap shot shared the diminishing returns specifically the stun with other skills like Deep Freeze, Intercept, Shockwave, Hand of Justice, and things like that. And now it's Kidney Shot. And what does that mean? If you're in a group or deep in PvP and your Warrior Tank Associate hits the enemy in front of you with a Shockwave attack, and you, a rogue, are still in stealth, and managed to cheap shot the target right after, you would have found that the length of time your attack lasted was lower than you expected it. Or maybe you were too focused on a thrill of combat that you didn't even pay attention. Trust me, it was there. You've ever had your hand of justice last for only two seconds, Paladins? I bet dollars for donuts that someone else stunned the mob just before you did. That's shared diminishing returns. How does this affect anything? Not a lot in solo play, that's for sure. If you have to vanish in order to try to start your stunlock combinations of cheap shot and kidney shot again, the mob health resets to 100% once you're out of combat, which is where vanish takes you. So you really don't see much of this except possibly in dungeons and definitely in PvP. In dungeons, if you're repeatedly using kidney shot on any mob that the tank is focused on, tank needing rage uh, or threat potential away, taking needed rage or threat potential away from the tank, I'm going to sneak up behind you someday and slap you with a fish. <laughs> in PvP, the lack of diminishing returns on cheap shot now means that you can stealth and reapply it to full effect, which is pretty good. But in Old Blade's opinion, if you really have to apply kidney shot more than once, you're not doing it right. Now. <laughs> from my dirty little tricks department. Don't know about any of you, but Old Blade has too many buttons on his display. Ever, every time a new skill was learned from the trainer or off the talent tree, I'd evaluate its usefulness and try to find a place for it on my button bar. And I don't know if you've seen any of my screenshots, but it's absolutely cluttered. Eventually, that makes for a really cluttered display. And naturally, I forget to use some skills because they're not at my fingertips, but what to do? Use an add-on that moves your button bars around? You could, but you'd end up just having buttons all over the place. You can change the size of your button bars, but what if you actually have a use for the buttons? Squinting at your screen to find the skill you're looking for isn't very practical. Old Blades attempts to clean up your button bars by having multiple skills in each button. My latest one for Warriors, Victory Rush, which is not a bad skill. You're attacking something within 20 seconds of defeating a target that was worth experience or honor. You get an instant attack, which is the Victory Rush, that does a respectable amount of damage. Now that there is once again a reason to be grinding on mobs that give experience points, and now that protection spec warriors are all the rage, hey, another punny. <laughs> I figured I'd find a way to slip Victory Rush into your attack schedule without it disrupting the rest of your button bar. Here it is. Slash cast Victory Rush, slash cast Devastate. Simple, no? Spamming this key attempts to catch Victory Rush, but once it does, past the 20 second mark, it defaults to Devastate. Naturally, you warriors that are in a tree other than protection 
can substitute your preferred attack in place of Devastate, Bloodthirst, or Mortal Strike, or whatever else you want to use. I just use the big three as examples. From so old bleeds. Out of interest, what does Victory Rush actually do? Because that, that was one of the uh, – I learned a glyph yesterday. It fell into my category of uh, I have no idea what this is worth because I have no idea what this does. It's a, um, it's a glyph of Victory Rush, which um, your Victory Rush ability has a 30% increased critical strike chance against wow. targets over over 70% health. That's impressive. So what, uh, yeah, so what happens with Victory good, but, Rush? Well, yeah, what does Victory Rush do? What does Victory Rush do? Um, you're attacking a mob. You're fighting as a, as a warrior. You drop the mob and you, mm-hmm. you land, uh, you, you kill the mob. And then your Victory Rush counter will pop up. This gives you a 20-second window, at which point, as soon as you start attacking another mob within that 20 seconds, you can use Victory Rush, which is basically an instant attack that does a, a fairly decent amount of damage as a one so- one-shot sort of spam. Right. Um, so it's almost like an extra... Here's a reward for killing a mob and jumping back right back into combat, sort of thing. Yeah. Oh wow! An additional thirty percent crit. Pretty nice hit. Yes. Cool. Yes, it would. <laughs> I'll, I'll be hitting you up for that very soon. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got um, the, the the miner as well, and the miner increases the window of opportunity that you can use Virtue Rush by five seconds. Yes, that's even nicer, I think. Because a lot of these these minor glyphs are actually a lot more sort of kind of neat or neater mm. than uh, the the big ones. Imagine, I mean, the big yeah. ones are obvious use, but I don't, I can't tell you how many times I've used the uh, which one was it? The one on blade here, um, the glyph of blurred speed, which is a minor glyph enables me to walk on water while my sprint ability is active. So I've literally just run from one side of the lake to the other side on top of the water. Cool. And it's kind of cool. Anyway. I love that. Now, you all recall that Old Blade's been wandering back and forth across the world, trying to accomplish what I've almost decided isn't possible. More on that later. But in my travels, I stumbled across a great find. Accessible only by a flying mount is a daycare. <laughs> right in the Grand. The mountain range just north of the Laughing Skull Ruins hosts this tranquil area, orc, human, and blood elf children running and playing outside, while the matron of this daycare, a troll named Chali, keeps watch over the sleeping infants of all races within the tent behind her. A perfect place to settle, to drop off your little sproglet before heading down to go hunting with Nessingwary. Wait a second. Where's the dog that belongs in the doghouse beside the hut? And why are there only scraps of meat and bones in the doghouse? And why... Is there that seems to be a goblin explosive in the sandbox? <laughs> and what is kept in the cages behind the hut? And is that a small humanoid skeleton in one of the cages? On second thought, maybe this might not be the best place to leave your little sprogless after all. Uh, Hang on. <clears throat> that sounds gruesome. <laughs> Here's a question How much of a Trekkie are you? Oh, very much of a Trekkie. Remember the character Jedzia Dax from Star Trek Deep Space Nine? Recall she was a trill, and the symbiote was named Dax, while the host was named Jadzia. Did you ever wonder what happened to the previous hosts? Mm. Mm, yes. Bet you never <laughs> thought to search for them in, dra- in the drainy main city. In the museum area of the Exodar, you can find Audrid, Tobin, Curzon, Torius, and Emony. 
bonus points if you can put them in order. And that's all. Mm, okay. So cool. As always, the awesome podcast guy is Blade. Thanks, Blade. <laughs> Even better life. Yeah. So if anybody can put them in order, just email us at controlartwow at gmail.com. All I know is I know Curzon is last, right? And I think Tobin. Oh, Ardred, I think, is first. Do you know? I honestly um, cannot remember. Uh, oh, okay. I'm not that much of a tricky. Oh. Well, Deep Space Nine is my favorite of all the Star Trek. Uh, because it ha- mechan- oh. I'm sorry? I will make a mechanical squirrel for the person who puts them in order and send you the email first. Okay, great. Yeah. And speaking of emails, we're going to we have mail. Do you want to read the first one? Sure. Why not? So the first one is from Ryan. So how do I play well? Well, I'm 16, so anytime I get to play, I'm happy, whether it's 10 minutes or two hours. Juggling homework and games are hard, but I also play golf and tennis, so it makes my time to play even less. I have a 71 Death Knight, a 55, and a 5500, which I hate. The only reason is 55 is because I wanted a Death Knight. I never dual boxed before I heard this show. I'm currently running a priest and a rogue. It makes it kind of hard because although the rogue can stealth, the priest follows and pulls aggro. Uh, yeah. So I will wrap this up before a humongous wall of text overwhelm you. So how do I play well? I just play when I can and try to hard try hard to level all my ults. Thanks for providing a great show for us altaholics every week. Thanks and keep up the good work. Ryan, also known as Sawstrom. It's uh, a strange spelling, but okay. I, I, I've seen, I think I've seen the name before. It's, it starts with S G S J O S, and, and I get, is that Nordic or something? Swedish, Sorcerer. maybe? Swedish. Cool. Um, Alrighty. Um, I'm, I'm impressed that uh, you've managed to, to level a tune to 55 that you hate. This is, must have a, a real love for Death Knights to get that far. Well, it was a hunter. So. <laughs> It's the easy button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, email number two is from Mo or M O. <clears throat> Hello, happy 100th podcast. 100 thanks and many more to Aprilian Asheo and to all your guests through the 100th podcast. That includes you, Blade. <laughs> you all truly make our wild playing time fun as we listen to you while we play. For in game play, I actually have been having fun with the Lunar Festival and Elder Achievements. On my Warrior, I have all of them, but of course, the Northrend Instant Eldest. I hate pugs even more now, as no one is interested in doing the Elder Achievements. Besides doing the daily quest grind to increase reps, I've tried dual boxing again, but it's more difficult for some reason. Before, my XP's laptop could handle having two wild screens open at one time, but I don't know if it's the new graphic- graphics since Wrath came out. But the screen and graphics flash and make playing not fun. Any input you can give, I will greatly appreciate it. Is it more difficult to play two accounts on one computer now? Do I need to make some changes to settings? Or should I just try two computers? Um. Well, I know um, Wrath is, is using a lot more RAM. So you... RAM is going to be critical, but it doesn't. If you get if you're seeing screen and, and uh, graphics flashes, um, if if it's like tearing your screen, if it looks like the the, the screen's kind of tearing, 
um, rather than, than an overall flash. It could be your video card um, because probably nothing else you're doing on your PC is stressing your video card more than running WoW and, and in particular running WoW twice. And so if you've got a slightly, if, if you've got a bit of uh, bad RAM on your video card, that's the effect you'll see, graphic tearing. So you might want to see if you can borrow a mate's video card and, and um, oh, no, it's a, lap, it's a laptop. Mm. Yeah. The only thing I can suggest is just turning down everything. You're gonna, it's going to affect what you see. You're going to see a lot of clouds, you know, up close, like mist right down the next block. I'm doing air quotes here. <laughs> <coughs> but, um, you know, I run two instances of WoW all the time, and I, I have no problem. And, but um, I have a nice... Computer. Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd want at least two gig of RAM, at least, in, in and to, to run up. Turn everything else off. Yeah. Right. You're running any I'm other running. programs or downloading or, I mean, web browsers take up an absorbent amount if you have three or four windows open at a time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So try that MO and let us know. And he closes it out with, I will keep it short as I know fans will be emailing you to wish you a happy 100. So thank you as always, and for the control alt wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you, Emma. Do you want to read the next one? Sure. This one's from Rick. Uh, Rick's from Belfast in Ireland. Hey, Aprilian Shao and Glantha. I started playing the game about a month ago and began listening after hearing Aprilian on an old episode of How I Wow. Since then, your show has been top of my list. I'm currently a level 40 warlock and usually play with a friend who started the game at the same time I did. When he's offline, I usually run his account for triple XP. We won't, we won't mention that perhaps in terms of service, but we'll, let's, let's, yeah. let's rephrase that and say, usually play with your brother. So, yeah, um, sibling sharing, that's fine. No problem. <laughs> I'm enjoying running the two accounts questing. With your help, I set up the following macros. I've considered starting an alt to bring up the, the warlock's level. Somebody in my guild advised against this, telling me to level two or five shamans. I'm new to this, so I'm not sure how easy it would be to control different classes at a high level. What do you guys think? Do you level the same classes using key clones, etc.? Cheers, Rick. And he's Rickadiculi on the Maelstrom EU server. Uh Oh, and he's, he's PS currently going through the back catalogue, so sorry if you've been asked this a million times. I've been a million times, but uh, we, yeah, we've been asked a, a good couple of times. And uh, the answer is generally uh, play what you know when you're dual boxing. Uh, and key clones, I guess key clone is just something you need to try. It, it depends on how you play. If you're a, if you play. Um, by using the keyboard for most stuff and, and not um, using the mouse to, to click on buttons on your screen, you'll probably find it a hell of a lot easier. Um, whereas if you're a, a, a mouse clicker like me, you'll probably find it a bit more difficult. Um, but I think it's something that, that you just need to try for yourself to see whether it's it uh, suits your, your play style or not. And shamans, yeah, I, I'm not quite sure why. Uh, there's there's such a 
uh, uh, dual boxing or multi boxing shamans is, is so popular. Uh, Chain lightning in arenas. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's that, but is, is it just the spell or is it is it something else about you know the fact that they they're kind of multi there could be melee or or casters depending on whether they're uh, DPS or healing. I guess there's benefits there as well. Um, but then it's harder to line up the spells if you're not you know, if you're not all the same um, tree and and have the same set of spells set out in all your hotkeys, then it's going to be harder to uh, to play them simultaneously. But we're 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 quite old fashioned. Aprilia and I drive all our characters uh, independently, just yeah. swap between screens very rapidly. Plus, plus, the whole benefit is to have different characters to do different things. If they're both the same character, then you lose some of that diversity. Mm. <clears throat> so email number four is from Karen. And uh, Karen was the uh, collector's edition winner. Yep. She's, she says, just, writing, just wanted to write in quickly since I've been so busy. I haven't been able to get an email in lately and comment on some of the hunter topics. I have a gorilla dinner hunter. She's my highest level tune right now. It was the first tune I ever made. And I wish I had a sign that says, I tamed my gorilla in Stranglethorn Vale. More than two years ago, and he's been with me ever since. <laughs> I'm not a new Gorilladin hunter. But I digress. As for, as for the great hunter nerf of 3.08, I agree with the listener who wrote into the last show. It really wasn't that bad. I have to admit that I felt a little overpowered with my gorilla taking on five or six yellow mobs. That just didn't seem right. Now we're down to three or four at a time, <laughs> and I do have to lay down the men pets. That's about right, I think. A quick addendum to the tip Blade had about a macro to let you assist your focus. If you're a hunter and you're mostly leveling or grinding, you can make an assist pet macro. Slash target pet slash assist. Put that on your bar and when your pet is attacking a group, you can always be sure you're on the same mob that he is. Oh, that's interesting. What do you think of that, Blade? Yep. Okay, good. No, I mean, sorry. I just lost you there for a sec. But yeah, it's a... it's a really the assist the assist macro is really versatile that way. Yeah, mm. I, I I never thought of that. On a different note, grats on the hundredth show, and please do a video. My husband and I are looking into dual boxing a bit more as he plays a lot. He as he has a lot of time to play. Bad economy, and I have a very little time to play. He was thinking of dragging an extra tune around when he plays, spreading the experience around a little. Do you have two WoW folders on your Mac to let you play in two different windows? Yes, I do. I have one in my application folder and one in the root folder. And um, <clears throat> looking forward to another 100 shows, Karen. And I am doing a video. In fact, I videoed, I did tape a video yesterday, and I'll be editing it up and putting it up on our YouTube feed. Oh, cool. YouTube.com slash control alt wow. And I do, um, it's, it's, it's Pramal and Vale, so you get to see what that whole thing works. It's about time Blizzard released the in game video for PCs as well as Macs. Yeah, well, you know, that's true. It's so easy to do on the Mac. And I'm actually doing it from five perspectives. I got video from the, from each four characters and actually six and the video over my shoulder. Oh, very nice. So, 
Yes, it's going to be really nice. And I got the new uh, iLifeO 9, which has uh, special video editing stuff. So hopefully by tomorrow I'll be able to get it all up and running. Okay, and our last email, you want to read that one? Sure. And the last one is from Mecca Valley. G'day, a brilliant Asheo and Glantha. I've been loving the podcast and the wealth of information that I've been able to glean. I've also been enjoying Blade's Letters. I've been playing since patch 1.1, original Naturamus, around June 2006. Originally started as Alliance, and don't regret it. You miss half the game if you only play one faction. According to the add-on, Altaholic, I have 26 World of Warcraft characters on my single account spread across US, Oceanic, and Latin America realms. My highest character is a level 70 feral druid, Melchizedek, on the Oceanic server Kazgaroth. I've tried some multi-boxing via refer a friend account on my laptop, but I don't think it was for me. There are three things I find difficult about being an altaholic, choosing which character to play, keeping up with the friends and guilds on different servers and factions, and finding time to do the seasonal events for all of your alts. How do you guys cope? Thank you for all, and keep up the good work. And uh, Max actually has um, done some questing with Mac. He's in, he's in AIE. Uh, and he's another proud Aussie. Oh, great. Well, you know, for me, I just do what <laughs> what I feel like doing. And, yeah, there are some characters that do get neglected sometimes, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm, I'm really, especially uh, after a new expansion or something like that, I'm finding it quite difficult to decide what to do. I mean, it was easy. Once I made the first decision of, okay, this character is going to 81st, I mean, that was easy and you work on that. But now I'm like, well, do I keep you know, trying to get the uh, go through all the, the content on that character and, and do all their level 80 quests? Do I try to get into a raid group and do some raiding? Do I bring up a, another role? You know, it's, it is really quite difficult. Um, to, to choose what to do and I'm, I guess I'm just spreading myself all over the place and, and, and doing all of that or, you know, bits of it but not you know, being focusing on, on one particular thing 100% of the time well, I, and, just, I could not imagine just having one character no but it'd be, I mean, it'd be, be even more difficult if I was trying to share my time between Horde mm-hmm. and Alliance and uh, I, I thoroughly agree with him in terms of you know, missing half the game by not playing the other faction, but um, uh, I think I've done it right in terms of you know, p- played Alliance for a, a couple of years and you know, played Horde for a couple of years. So, and uh, yeah, that that does mean yeah, leaving um, friends and guildies behind. But there's plenty of people out there to play and and new, new people to to hook up with. All right. Well. Um, did you want to do the slash roll or should I? Uh, you can do it if you like. I think oh, I did blade? it last one. Blade, you want to do a, a slash roll one okay. to five for us, mate? One to five? Mm-hmm. Yep. Two. Okay, so, M.O., you have uh, one. You can either get a free month of WoW or an authenticator if you don't already have one. And that brings us to the end of episode 100. I think this has been a great episode, and uh, I want to thank Blade for being here. My yeah, pleasure. Thanks, Thanks Blade. for having me. Yep. And this is Aprilian for the Horde. And this is Ashaya for the Horde. And this is Blade Tusk for the Horde. Give or take. 
You like? Me like? Sail here. It's been real. May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace.